This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Freelance Friday podcast. Today, I want to teach you how to achieve overnight success, except not really, because I don't really think that's a thing. Now, I'm sure there is some person in the history of humanity who woke up one day and was just all of a sudden successful and rich and famous. But you know what? I don't think that's most people's story. So uh, sorry for, for, for the clickbait, I suppose. But what I do want to talk about today is, you know, the perception of success and also what really does go into building a successful business from somebody who is whatever the opposite of an overnight success is. I started outlining this episode while watching the Grammys this year. I really enjoy watching award shows, even if I'm not like rooting for anybody or, you know, whatever. I don't know who half the people are nowadays, <laughs> but I still really enjoy watching them and just seeing people being celebrated for their achievements. I think we need to do that more in most industries. I really loved John Batiste's album of the year acceptance speech. I had never actually listened to him before the Grammys. I really enjoyed his performance, but his acceptance basically said, you know, there's no such thing as a best artist. Art finds you when it needs to or when you need it. I'm super paraphrasing here, but you can watch it. I'm sure there's a clip that I will be able to link for you. But that's kind of besides the point. What really got me thinking about this whole overnight success concept is the best new artist category is always just so funny to me. I think every year I'm like, that is not a new artist. I've been listening to that person for years. Uh, Jimmy Allen is one of those people. Glass Animals is one of those bands that's like been around for quite a while, but they were nominated for best new artist this year. And it's always just so, so interesting to me not to discredit them or anything like that. It's not their fault. They were nominated in that category, but you know, to, I guess the general public or the mainstream or whoever watches the Grammys, those artists are new to them. Maybe they had just discovered them this year. And, you know, I know some of those artists stories and the things that they'd went to, to, to uh, get to where they were. And it's a long road. They didn't just pop up out of nowhere. And I think we see this on the internet, you know, in our corner of the world as entrepreneurs or freelancers all the time too, you might just all of a sudden start seeing this person pop up in your social feeds or this person gets all this press for, you know, generating, I don't know, a million followers on TikTok seemingly overnight. And you're like, I've been at this for so long. Why are they getting this so fast and not me. So I want to talk about some of these complex feelings. I don't know that I have all the answers, but I certainly have some thoughts. To kick things off, I want to read to you a quote. I really love it. It says, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. And I think if we can all just like tattoo this on our foreheads, like we need to see this every day because it can be so easy to get down on yourself for, Hey, I just launched this course and I sold one or I sold none. I'm not even getting website clicks. I'm not even getting email signups. It's so easy to get down on yourself about that. My first course I created and I, yeah, I, I got crickets. I think I got like one person to purchase 
then I got like two more purchases and then it was like nothing for months and months and months. I'll actually show this graph of my course sales. I always think it's so just fascinating to look at because it is literally like nothing, 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 nothing. Okay, something, 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 boom, something, you know? And I think that's how it works for most people. So just keep in mind, like the stuff that you're doing right now, you are gonna be so happy that you did it. I worked my butt off creating YouTube videos. I went through periods of time where I was uploading every day. I was doing challenges. I was working a full-time job and freelancing and YouTubing and doing all the things. And I'm really glad that I did that because I built that foundation and I was not getting paid for that. I was you know, getting paid maybe a hundred dollars in AdSense or whatever at that time. And that's pretty much it. So I just want to keep that in mind. Something that this is actually a concept my operations manager, Megan, she introduced me to is the concept of expanders. And I'm probably gonna mess this up so she can comment if I, if I, if she has a better explanation for it. But basically what it is, is like finding people who are where you wanna be and actually tracing back, like looking backwards in their story. And if I'm one of those people for you, like go off, go ahead, look at my bad, embarrassing old videos. If you want to, I'm embarrassed by them, but I do try to keep a lot of them up because you know, it is a part of my story. And I think even for me, it's very helpful to look back and say, oh my gosh, like six years ago, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. This is actually really motivational for me too, because if I'm feeling this way about six year ago me, imagine how I'm gonna feel about six years in the future version of me. I am probably gonna be on fire. Some of those people for me are like, um, Oprah, I've always looked up, looked up to her career and Amy Porterfield is somebody else. And just going backwards and looking at their journeys, you realize this is by no means a overnight success kind of thing. Oprah was a you know local news anchor in Baltimore. Amy Porterfield was working a corporate job just like I was just a few years ago. So you'll start to see things that you can identify with and also, you know, realize like those seeds that they were planting are not unlike the seeds that you're probably planting for yourself right now either. I always kind of feel like I have to sort of share a little bit of context for myself personally too. I'm by no means like some million follower TikToker, or some child prodigy or anything like that. But sometimes I do get messages from people being like, oh yeah, I think you're like around my age. And I'm like, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not old. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm old by any means. It always kind of actually bothers me a little bit when some of my older friends were like in their fifties or 40s call themselves old because I'm like, I don't think you're old at all. Uh, so I don't want to do that to you either. But I am not 24. I am not 25. I am not 20 anything. And I think sometimes uh, it can be easy to, yeah, look at people online and think, oh my gosh, they're all these rare unicorns of these like 19 year old people on TikTok or whatever. It's just not to discredit them. It's not to say that they're not amazing. But I don't think there's as many like 19 year old millionaires as, you know, TikTok would make you think. A lot of us have been at it for a long time. I've been working for over half my life. You know, I've been working legally, like on paper, since I was 15. And all of those experiences have made me the person that I am, which make me the entrepreneur that I am. Like I, I always have hated this, even when I worked in corporate, when you're like applying for a job. And I remember one time I got passed over for this promotion because they didn't feel like I had enough management experience, even though I had been managing people in retail for like six years. I was an assistant store manager. And I feel like 
sometimes there are these weird, it's like a very classist thing. We're not going to go off into this, like I'm not going to go into it, but I think sometimes people think that these lower paying positions or whatever, more blue collar type jobs are not real experience, but like Absolutely. Like the experience I learned from my grandparents' seed company up in the country. Like I learned things that I take with me in my business now. I take things from retail and restaurants that I worked in and like little random odd jobs and stuff like that. So anyway, the point of that rant is to let you know that all of your experiences that you've lived so far have brought you to this point. And that is a really wonderful thing. And we we can't discredit that. Here's what overnight success, overnight success, which doesn't exist. Here's what success really requires. It requires three things in my opinion playing the long game and being forward thinking. It requires consistency and it requires, yes, it requires patience. Okay. First thing when it comes to playing the long game, I think you need to create little like signposts for yourself. My first goal was just to stop working retail, right? Like I just wanted to graduate college and get like a real corporate job and to get a good salary job. So Boom, did that, check that off the list. I knew that that was not gonna be my retirement plan. I knew I did not want to retire from some corporate company. I I always wanted to work for myself or do something more interesting or creative. But my first goal, I just needed to get myself there. I just needed to get myself to that good salary, that consistent nine to five schedule so that I could build my business on the side. So figure out what that's gonna be for you. You know, Is that gonna be the good salary? Is that gonna be the four day work week? Is that gonna be uh, a certain income goal in your business? monthly goal of whatever, figure that out. My second goal then was to build a sustainable side hustle. So again, the nine to five, the consistent schedule, the consistent income allowed me to work on some passion projects and build up that consistent side hustle, a side hustle that's actually made money every single month. It wasn't just a one-off thing. My third goal was then to build a second revenue stream. So once I had a good client base, it wasn't, you know, a billion dollars or anything like that, but I was making a few thousand dollars a month for my side hustle. I said, all right, now it's time to diversify. And I created my course. It was a very, very, uh, old version of what exists now. Of course, they've added to it and changed it and made it even better, but I created that first course. And then I decided to take the leap. That was the fourth goal. I wanted to make sure that I had at least two revenue streams, really had three, because then I had YouTube at that point as well that I was also growing. Then I felt comfortable taking the leap. I felt like, all right, it's not just relying on one client. It's not even relying on two clients. And it's not just relying on client work at all either. I also have multiple different revenue streams. Now I'm ready to quit my job. And then the fifth goal, was to be able to focus on passion projects. I'm at a point now where, you know, I'm still not fully there. I'm still not at a point where I can just like do whatever I want, but I do have consistent, sustainable, reliable income that requires less of me, you know, than like working 40 hours a week for a client or whatever, that now I can dive into some of those things that I've been wanting to do for so long. Writing my book is something I started a version of this book like three years ago, I think. And I just stopped because one, I didn't love it, but two, because I just really couldn't invest the time into it. I had to just pay the bills, you know? So even just looking at somebody like me or whoever you want to look at as an expander or, or somebody who, you know, you think kind of blew up out of nowhere, that's a long path just to that. And that's not even counting all the years of working retail and going to school and all that stuff. Number two is consistency. I really love this Sarah Blakely quote. She says, Everybody has a multi-million dollar idea inside of them. Edison said, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. 
The same holds true for innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. I saw her say some, some variation of that quote at a conference a few years ago, and it really resonated with me. I mean, I don't know, if you're a creative person or if you're an entrepreneurial person, I have so many ideas every single day. I am always just like thinking of business ideas that I just don't know how to implement, or I just don't want to put the time in to implement. And that's really, that's really the difference. Like that's what separates the people who have these million or billion dollar ideas is they actually go after them. They actually make them happen. So yeah, overnight success, air quotes, success. It takes consistency. It takes many, many videos for most people before they really take off. It takes many, many podcasts before you get a bunch of listeners. It takes many TikToks, you know, it takes many no's. I mean, the number of no's that I got in my career, I could cry, okay? I, side note, I feel like I was really bad at interviewing for jobs. A lot of people would think the opposite because I had a really good experience. I feel like I'm pretty good talking to people. I'm creative, I'm nice. I interviewed for so many jobs. <laughs> And like, I would get like second and third interviews and then they would just, I think it might've been my social media presence. I don't know. I think maybe like people got freaked out by the fact that I had a YouTube channel or something. But anyway, you gotta get a lot of no's before you get any yeses. That's one of the things that I try to tell entrepreneurs when they first are starting is like, get 10 no's. I'm gonna challenge you to get 10 no's because chances are one of them is gonna turn into a yes. And even if one of them does not become a yes, you're gonna now be so much stronger than sitting at your desk and just wondering what if, what if, you know, or I wish I had the courage to knock on a door, just do it. Don't knock on a door actually, but pick up the phone or walk into an establishment and say, hi, here's what I do, let's chat. Number three, going along with consistency, it does require patience. It is really hard to knock on 10 doors and get 10 no's. It is really hard to post 10 videos and have one or two or three people watch them. It is, I, I understand that. And it's even harder to keep on going. Uh, I did it for a long time because I really loved it and I really had a vision for what I wanted the business to look like. And I also had studied a lot of expanders. You know, I had studied people and I saw like, wow, this person has 500 videos on their YouTube channel. If I wanna get a million subscribers, like I guess I gotta post 500 videos at least. Very few people you're gonna see that have one video and a million subscribers, unless they're like some ultra celebrity, right? And even them, even sometimes you look and like a celebrity, you know, their management or whatever will start them a YouTube or a social channel and they won't even have very many followers. Like that's not enough sometimes. So instead of sitting there and just hoping for that next signpost, like just focusing so hard on that next milestone, you know, we're always striving for the next thing and not soaking up enough of the moment, I think. I think we really need to start celebrating the season that we're in and, you know, taking it for what it is, like just enjoying the ride. The journey is a huge part of the destination. I mean, honestly, like I'm so grateful for everything I have and every aspect of my life right now, but like there are things that I did on YouTube that I so wish I could do now. It's not to say I couldn't do them, like I would get in trouble or anything, but they come with so much more judgment, or I felt like I could speak so much more freely when I had a hundred people watching me. I felt like I could really play around and have fun and 
not again, it's not to say I don't have fun on YouTube, but you understand what I'm saying. Like there are different benefits to each stage of life that you're in. There's so many benefits, like when I was in college and I could just like not care about stuff and didn't really have responsibilities besides just keeping my lights on and keeping myself alive, you know? But when I was in that stage, I just so could not wait to be the age that I am now. And now I'm like, dang, like I kind of miss, I kind of miss that era of my life, you know? I think we need to just celebrate the season that we're in. I actually bought this bracelet because on the inside, it says stop and smell the roses. And again, this is like another one of those phrases that I really need to like get tattooed on my forehead or something because I'm always just moving on to the next thing. I'll have a really nice call with somebody. And instead of like taking five minutes to maybe journal about it, to remember that feeling that that call gave me or even just like sitting there and thinking about it and smiling to myself a little bit. I don't know. Is that cheesy? Yeah, probably. But like be cheesy. Like we only live one life. Instead of doing that, I'm always just like, okay, next meeting, next call, next task, you know? And so I'm always having to remind myself to stop and smell the roses and appreciate appreciate the moment, appreciate what we're doing. So those are my secrets of how to get online success and how to do it all and how to run the perfect business that never has any issues. Uh, sarcasm, sarcasm, sarcasm. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to review and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. I appreciate you as always, and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.